Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Monica Packer from About Progress, and you are listening to The Messy Middle, a monthly series where I share some of my own messy middle so you can see what progress looks like for a real woman in real time. Hello, my friends, and welcome to June. It's officially summer around here. And May has been the craziest month ever. (laughs) I know I'm not alone in that. My goodness, I can't believe what a whirlwind May was, but also how stinking busy so much happened, including so much baseball going around in our home, as well as end of year events, preschool graduation, a failed baby blessing I'll talk about in a moment, a trip to Washington, D.C., my daughter's first dance recital, Memorial Day fun, and sleep training to boot. I'll share just a few of those. Uh, one funny thing to <laughs> to represent how busy May was, was partway through, um, um, maybe two or three weeks ago, I suddenly had a realization that one of my kids had I had signed him up for soccer and we hadn't gone to any games yet. And I looked through the emails 
and finally found like one link that shared all the game uh, schedules because we hadn't been getting emails from the coach. And lo and behold, we were already halfway through the season and he had missed (laughs) the whole first half. Um, So that's how our May was. Uh, Lots of good things, though, on, you know, on top of all the busyness, it's just a lot of fun, a lot of celebrating, um, a lot of kids working hard on new things like baseball and also learning how to deal with failure. So lots of good stuff there. I would say one of the biggest things that happened was that my daughter and I went to Washington, D.C. to visit my parents who are on a service mission for my church. And I have been honestly so anxious about this trip (laughs) since I first bought the tickets when my baby was like a couple weeks old. And we had been thinking about it forever because one of the things we wanted to do was start a new tradition when our kids turn 12, they take a trip with mom and or dad somewhere in the domestic US. And luckily, my daughter already wanted to visit DC. And I kind of encouraged that so we could also see my parents and alongside that, bring the baby so that they can meet him. And why I was so anxious about the trip was just the baby. We took a red eye there and then a very early morning flight back. And it was just the flight I was worried about. I was worried about him sleeping and people around me dealing well with him. I was worried about him getting sick before or during or after. And while we did get really sick the week before, and I'll tell you about that in a moment, the flight went great. I didn't have to have any of the imaginary discussions of, or rather like shouting matches with people I had planned uh, in my head in advance for months. Like, I don't know if you do this, but like at midnight, every night, I think I would wake up and have a conversation with a rude person on an airplane um, that I would imagine happening. So none of that happened. He actually slept okay on the red eye and he did really well on the way back. And a cool thing is that we ended up sitting next to what we believe was um, a flight marshal. What's the word? I think I'm messing that up. But she gave my daughter uh, a secret service pin once we landed and she had loaded the plane before anyone else and we sat next to her, but it was really cool. I'm like, wow, that's so exciting. So we had a great time visiting my parents in DC. I actually did an internship there back in 2007. And uh, I I was an intern at the Smithsonian National Portrait Gallery. And it sounds a lot cooler than it ended up being. <laughs> I wanted to do an internship at the Smithsonian to see if I wanted to go into museum studies, which I was really interested in because I love art history and all those things. And that internship was awesome. And it also helped me see I did not want to go into museum studies, which was really helpful. So we got to see some of my old things like the the National Portrait Gallery is where we went the first day. And but the thing is, everything is different. <laughs> everything is different in the galleries, obviously, except the President Gallery. And um, I got to dust all those portraits, which was fun when I worked there. But um, but I also had forgotten so much like this was 16 years ago. So I never knew where I was. My parents were like, you'll know what to do and where you want to go. I was like, no, I really don't think I will. I live there. I was so poor. I just like went to the three museums. Um, on the weekends. And I just like went to work and walked back and forth from work. And that was basically it. So this time I got to see a lot more. We went to Arlington Cemetery on the Sunday we were there. It was beautiful. The Monday we did a a couple uh, galleries. Tuesday, um, we 
tried to go to like Alexandria. I said tried just because my baby was having a hard time. So he was screaming a lot and we didn't get to do much. Um, but, and then Wednesday we flew home. So it was kind of quick, but beautiful and wonderful. And I'm so glad we got to have that experience, especially with starting this new tradition for our family. And some other things, you know, in terms of what's happening to expand on there is uh, sleep training, which I know I will talk more about later. It's been kind of a rough and tumble month with the baby. He went from sleeping pretty well at night after he had his tongue and lip tie revised. He suddenly was sleeping way better at night, I think because his tummy was more full. He's waking up once at night, if that. But then all of a sudden... <laughs> All of May, he started waking up a ton and then he went back to newborn times, like waking up every two hours. And during the day, he's never been a good napper, only napped 20 to 30 minutes. And after our trip to DC, I just was convinced something was wrong with him. He has like all these body rashes, just eczema and wasn't eating well, like would just eat like for a minute and be done and not sleeping like 20 to 30 minute naps still. And it was just tough. If you've ever had to keep a baby alive, <laughs> you know, it's just all consuming. And this is what I forgot, my friends. I forgot how physically all consuming it is to just care for an infant. And especially when you're worried about them eating and feeling like they're not gaining weight. So I cut out chocolate for a while. I cut out dairy for a while, but really what really helped was sleep training. And I'm going to talk more about that in a little bit um, when I get to what I've been loving lately. So so that's all about what's been happening. I will say, just as a spoiler alert, things are already better in less than a week from when I started that sleep trainings, which is great. And one last big highlight is my daughter's first dance recital. She was in an inclusive dance class this whole year, and it was her and three other uh, girls with different special needs. And it's been a really good experience for her. And I loved seeing her dance recital, just her and the three other girls um, on the stage. And the audience were just, I mean, the audience was just amazing and cheering them on and gave them such a huge applause at the end. And to see her light up and love something like that was just a really beautiful thing because I danced my entire life and it was just beautiful to see my daughter doing something that I used to love, but something she's never been able to do, even though she's almost turning 12, just because she never could quite do the dancing that other girls were doing at her age. And so it was a really great experience. I know I've shared a lot of good stuff, but I didn't share the highs and lows yet about what's happening. The high for me was attending the National Gallery of Art in DC. We got to see so many incredible art pieces and we only could spend like an hour in there because we went to quite a few museums that day and she was um, such a good sport and, and the baby was a great sport that day too. But what we love to see is we saw some Monet's and we also saw some Van Gogh's and other artists like that in just the top floor there and my daughter got so close I was worried that the security was going to get after us but um, it was just a really really special hour in that National Gallery of Art because she loves art and it was beautiful to see um, those art pieces but to do it alongside her and my mom which was really fun my dad had to do some work that day which is sad but um, that high was the National Gallery of Art for me and a low was a canceled uh, baby blessing. If um, I'm in, in my faith, we give a baby a sort of christening where, you know, they receive a, a name and they get a special blessing um, from their family. And um, we had that plan to do on a Saturday, like on a Wednesday, we're like, okay, let's do it on a Saturday. We got that all arranged. Dad, uh, Brad's dad flew all the way out 
last minute on a Friday night, we went to dinner with him. Saturday morning, he went to a soccer game with us. One of the only three we were able to attend, thanks to me forgetting about soccer. And then midday, we were just trying to get the house together, waiting for my family basically to all come and Brad's dad. I have a lot of family. I have six siblings anyway. And all of a sudden, one kid suddenly pukes on the floor. And then another kid says they'd feel sick. And we were like, should we cancel? And I was like, I think we need to cancel, which we felt so bad because Brad's dad was about to come back and spend the afternoon with us before the the blessing. And I, I, you know, I made the, the call, let's cancel. And right after that, like every single other member of the family, all except the baby miraculously, like had the worst sickness we've ever had. I don't know if you've seen Bridesmaid or just the scene from Bridesmaids where they all suddenly get sick. It was like the family version of that. So I'll spare you the details, but just know it was the most violent bug I probably had since I was a little kid and we all got it and we were trashed for two days. Um, so it was kind of a bummer to cancel that, but the the silver lining is now my mom is coming in a couple weeks to um, my younger sister is having her second child and my mom's able to come back and my dad's going to come too and they get to help out with the baby and they'll be able to be around. So we'll actually do the blessing then instead. Okay, so that was a lot for me about what's been happening and the highs and lows there. Next up, let's do a quick DSL update. DSL stands for do something list. And if you want to learn more about how to make a do something list, it's different than goals or resolution list and it changed my life seven years ago, you can get a free training by going to aboutprogress.com slash DSL. So what I did in May, I did a lot more of painting my sourdough and I did a few more sourdough recipes. As I'm recording this, we have two more days in May and I did some sourdough discard biscuits and it was really good. And we also did um, banana bread with sourdough discard twice too. It was really, really good. Um, and the next, what we've been working on is planning for garden boxes. And when I say we, it's it's actually me. So I, um, and that's another thing that happened to me. I forgot to tell you about. We're working on our backyard. I guess I'll have to save that for the next update. But it's been a lot of planning for these garden boxes. And the reason why that's on my DSL is because it's part of my creativity challenge. Um, my next creativity challenge, painting sourdough is my first creativity challenge and creating and planning and installing garden boxes is going to be my next creativity challenge. That's one of the five creative creativity challenges I want to take on this year when I'm doing something creative I've never tried before. So that's coming up. And the trip to um, DC was also um, on the DSL. So those uh, that's kind of like what's been going on and what's coming up isn't actually making and installing the garden boxes. And by the way, I have like uh, 120, almost 130 pieces of wood being delivered in two days. So wish me luck. Um, in addition to that, I'm going to be working on um, doing, I, I got a little book to learn how to do to draw art or to draw, to draw art, to draw flowers. And so that's one thing I want to put on. And we're going to have a lot more local fun going on this month. Um, we wanted to go on a lot of local adventures and that's on my DSL. So that's my DSL update for May. Next up, let's do make it a habit. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, I often speak about how women must do habits differently. And one of the biggest reasons why is simply biology. In other words, hormones. Our hormones are a real factor to how we feel physically, mentally, and emotionally, and they constantly change day to day and year to year as we age. My friends warned me that the hormone roller coaster gets harder as we get older, and they were right. From worse PMS to more aggravating period symptoms to all the things that come with perimenopause and menopause. If you're wanting help with that hormone roller coaster, I want you to check out today's sponsor, Happy Mammoth, and their supplement, Hormone Harmony, a bottle of which is sold every 24 seconds with over 17,000 reviews. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. And here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors, like the chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a woman's life. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible perimenopause and menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold, like hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time, occasional bloating and gas, and so much more. Yeah, Hormone Harmony can help with all of those things. If you want to feel more like yourself, make sure you go to Happy Mammoth and find Hormone Harmony. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code PROGRESS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code PROGRESS for 15% off today. This is where I share about a habit that's not going well and a habit that is going well, but jokes on me because... Mm, the habits I promised to install or to try to work on did not go well. It goes back to having a nighttime um, routine in our family of reading. And I acknowledged last time that we were able to do it for like a week. And then we dropped off because we were reading too hard of a book for the kids. And for me, it was really hard to read. For some reason, it was Anne of Green Gables. And so we still need to just choose a better book and then create a WTA. And I'm going to give myself grace because May has been so nuts that I've got to understand, of course, there wasn't a good what WTA right now, because every day, every night has been very different and unpredictable and often late. So I'm going to work on that. Another thing I said was um, I wanted to do some more hand lettering on Sunday. So I didn't as well on that. But I am going to promise you that I'm going to come up with a clear WTA. That's a when then pairing where I attach the new habit to an already existing habit and work on those two things. That's my promise to you. And I'm also going to just chalk this up to not only was May just chaotic with everything going on um, with my kids and school and all that, but also just the sleep deprivation part and the baby not sleeping well at night or during the day, I'm going to give myself grace. That's make it a habit. Next up, I'll share what I'm loving lately. Three things here. First, I have been teasing about this sleep training. How I did that was me as a fifth time mom needed help, needed resources, needed some tips and tricks. And I did that by buying a course through Peaceful Sleeper. And funnily enough, we have had the founder of this pod of 
Peaceful Sleeper on the podcast years ago, Christy Lawler. She actually came on the podcast to talk about adult sleep and why adults could be sleep trained. And she actually sleep trained me as a second episode as part of a series. Um, So I signed up for my kids age group, a four month to I think it was like maybe 18 months. And I listened to the whole course in a day. And what I love about it so much is that it's not a one size fits all approach. A lot of times uh, they actually say they don't call it sleep training. And in the course, they call it sleep learning because it's so individualized to your child and you and your preferences and where your child is at and their personality. And so I, you know, listened to the course. Um, I played it while I was doing stuff around the house all day. And what I loved about it is that she gives you different approaches. It's not just a let your baby cry, although there will be some fussing, of course, but she has like a modified version, a cried out version of what she's teaching, and then a modified modified. I kind of more stuck to the modified modified, and that's where you do a bit of fussing, but a little bit more of a gentle approach. And um, the first day of sleep training, I would say wasn't going great, but that's also because his uh, swaddle wasn't working anymore. And the sleep sack I have for him, that's kind of a form of swaddling, but the hands like stay up near the face. Um, it was in the wash. And so it didn't go great the first day. Second day, all of a sudden he could put himself to sleep in just a few minutes of gentle fussing. And it's been like that ever since. And for the first time in his life, he was regularly sleeping an hour plus. He like had random um, you know, a random hour long nap here and there, maybe once or twice a week before this, but then it became like a two hour, even two and a half or three hour nap. And it's been almost, uh, a week and my goodness, I'm so relieved because one, it wasn't, it what it didn't have to be like harsh. It was so individual to him. I, he needed it. I needed it. And also he's been so much happier. And this is just day sleep. I haven't even touched nighttime sleep yet. We're just going to get into better consistent daytime sleep and then work on the nighttime stuff later. Um, But I just highly, highly recommend that course. It is not cheap, but it's also not, not expensive. And I wish I'd had it for earlier kids, but I'm also glad I've been humbled. This fifth kid has humbled me And it's okay to, even if you were able to do something in the past, you're not able to do it again or in the future or in the same way, or it's challenging you when it didn't challenge you in the past, it's okay to need help. And that's what I recommend. The next two things I'd recommend is one, I was not able to have it for a while and I was like pining for it. The Trader Joe's mint chocolate chip ice cream. Um, why I was pining it, I said earlier, I was trying to do maybe, maybe his tummy's bothering him. So I'm going to go off dairy and chocolate. And I did that for almost a week with the dairy, um, and almost two weeks for the chocolate. Although I did like have one time in between where I I ate some chocolate, um, a week apart. But anyway, it, just so you know, it, it does not seem to be the issue at all. His eczema was helped in other ways before I even went off those, um, foods. And then it seems like it's not related because I went back off of it yesterday and his sleep has been the same. So anyway, when I couldn't eat it, I thought about this often. Trader Joe's mint chocolate chip ice cream is, is so good for many reasons. One, it's very creamy and very flavorful without being overpowering. So it doesn't taste like toothpaste. And the chocolate chips are both plentiful, but also like so thin that it's not like you're just chewing a huge chunk of chocolate. Now I love chocolate and I don't typically love mint desserts, 
but this is actually like my favorite ice cream and it's surprising ways because it is just so good for all those reasons. So go to Trader Joe's, get their mint chocolate chip ice cream. And the last thing I'll say that I am loving lately is Rock the Block. It's a design show on Discovery Plus. I will say the caveat here is I have found Design Plus to be the most jinky of apps, uh, like TV streaming apps, because it just the search engine on it isn't great and it also just pauses and, and stops a lot and that just might be our internet issue I don't know but the other apps aren't like that for us but they have HGTV shows on there Magnolia Network shows and all that my kids love watching Rock the Block with me it's where I think four design couples come on and or even partnerships um, some are married some are not some are just business partners whatever they all come on and they each have a house that's pretty much identical to the other. And over the course of four to six weeks, they, I think it's six weeks, they, they make each section their own. And that week is on just a section. So like there was like the kitchen week is usually the first one. And then there might be like a family room week. And then, then there might be a primary bedroom week or um, a loft one or the outdoor one week. And, and you get to see, they wear the same outfits the whole time. So <laughs> the show uh, is cohesive, I guess, but, um, you get to see each cup, like a couple wins each week and they get money to go towards the next week challenge. And then in the end, there's a final winner and the final winner is, um, chosen based on who has increased the most value to the home. My favorite year was, um, the year that Nate and Jeremiah were on it and their house was the best. And I won't say any other spoilers, but, uh, I love that episode or that series, but my kids watched, uh, the season three and we're on season four together. And it's so hilarious to me how my, um, three bigger boys will just like sit there with their mouths open and they all have opinions and they choose different couples and they have, um, viewpoints and things they like and don't like. It's really fun. So rock the block. Okay. Next up, we're going to share on my mind and wrap this up. On my mind is something that I've, I've shared in, in the recent past, just how something was on my mind was my oldest daughter and her special needs. She's autistic. If you don't know, for those of you who also don't know, the autism community uh, used to do person first language where you're like a person with autism. And as of like the most recent years, they like to say the, proudly, like I am autistic. So that's why I just straight up say that. And with time, she may decide she wants to do say it like that or say I'm a person on the spectrum. I don't know. So anyway. She is autistic and we have struggled immensely this year with kindness um, from those in her school. Now, I will tell you things have improved there and um, I think I'll share about that one day about like what has happened there and it involved some people in the school who stepped up and and did things that I really needed help um, with them doing and it's made a big difference. I'll share about that another time. But what's in my mind was just going on that trip with her was just so um, you know, special. I got to spend that time with her in ways that an oldest child doesn't really get. And we got to experience things together and it was so beautiful and uh, made us bond in ways that I think she really deserved and needed. But with all those wonderful things, just what's on my mind is just kind of thinking about like, what's her future going to be like? My mom and I commented a few times that 
it was so wonderful to have that time all together, but it's also in some ways like having a toddler with us because of, she would just disappear all of a sudden. Um, just that like lack of self-awareness or like safety going on. And I, it was where I kind of recognized this is my daughter. who's almost a teenager, but she is so childlike. And it's something I love about her. I love her innocence. I love her, her black and white thinking in terms of like justice and what's fair and right and wrong and all that. But it, it was one of those times where you really kind of see things for how they are. And, and in that moment, I was able to see that I don't know if she'll, if she'll ever be interested in teenage things or really like mother daughter things that other girls her age are interested in will continue to be interested in. And that's okay. So it's just one of those things on my mind where it's like, I love her for who she is. I'm so grateful for her. She's also my only daughter. And there's just that one bittersweet part of me that's just like kind of sad that we can't have some of those experiences or maybe we will will at a future point, but it just will look different for us. And I think you can honor and love someone for who they are and also honor the grief that may come with some challenges that that person is is facing and how it affects you and the whole family too. And I have that. I'm holding those both in in my hands, the goodness there and the heart as well. And um, overall though, that trip was extra special and I can't wait to go on the next one with my next second oldest. And actually I think Brad will be taking him because he gets his turn too. That's it for the messy middle for June. I would like to just tell you two more quick things. First, June is my birthday month and I am doing a very casual giveaway for anyone who has left a review on Apple Podcasts in 2023, a new review. If you haven't done that yet, do it now. I'm giving away just one thing, a a fond design bag that's really beautiful, high quality, a really nice bag. And like I said, it's a casual giveaway. And because there's only been two reviews left this year so far, you have pretty good um, chances of winning. So if you haven't left a review, I'd so appreciate that. And I'm going to draw it around my birthday. My birthday is June 14th. So the sooner you get that in, the better, because it can take a couple days, if not a week or so for those ads to show up after you've submitted it. And the second thing I want to tell you is I am working on some things coming up. Some things are kind of shifting around about what I originally wanted to open up. I was going to do my coaching program and I'm still thinking about that, but I am kind of thinking it needs to be just the community part. And either way, I want you to get on the wait list for Finding Me Academy because that's how I'm going to let people know first about what's next coming up this fall. So if you want to be in the know about what I'm going to open up in the fall, get on my wait list by going to aboutprogress.com slash findingmeacademy. Thank you so much for being here. And now I hope you can lean into your own messy middle today. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.